Josh Reynolds, the great man, morning to you. Hey, Mido, how are you, mate? Oh, I'm very jealous, that's for sure. Very envious. How did this get past management? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I could feel that in the intro when you introduced me, mate. It's not my fault. <laughs> oh, did I make it clear? <laughs> just, a, just a bit, mate, yeah. Tell us, mate, where are you at as far as these reports with the Bulldogs linking you to a return home? Where's it all at? Yeah, mate, I feel good now. I can finally talk about it. For weeks and weeks, I felt the pressure <laughs> of the boys. Give me something, give me something. But, um, yeah, so uh, I, I, I met with Gus um, last Sunday. And, um, yeah, I, I just sort of made my intentions clear. I, I, I just said, I definitely want to play one more year. Um, and I sort of just wanted to run it run it by, by Gus and, and see what he said. And to be completely honest, he's... I really, I, I liked his honesty. He was real. He just didn't want me to, I suppose, get get back into it and I, I suppose not be up to it, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it was, it was was it's a bit hard to take when someone says that to you, but at the same time, it's it, it's just reality, isn't it? You know, you sort of say it, it does catch up with everyone, but at the same time, um, I, I think you could see, you know, what it would mean to me to get back to the club and... Um, you know, for me, um, I know it's, it's it's easy from the outside looking in, I suppose, yet haven't played NRL in, in, in three or so years, been over in the Super League and, and it didn't work out over there. But I know for me in myself, um, if I do get that opportunity uh, with, with the train and trial, I'll probably be in my element, Loz, to be completely mm. honest. Like, So is it confirmed that you will get a train and trial contract with the Dogs? Or Not, still in discussion? Still in discussion, yeah. So um, I've got to meet with, with Cam uh, next week. Yep. Gus wanted me to meet the coach, and that's I'd, I'd actually like to, like to meet him and I suppose put my put my case you know, forward to him because I think for, for myself, it's... I know for me, I, I'm, I'm not going to be there and go there and be the superstar, and I, and I, and I know that. Yep. But I definitely feel you know, I can play a, a big role in, you know... Whether I'm, you know, playing that 14 role, and you know, that's definitely getting getting ahead of myself because you know I've only got the training trial. But you know, I'll be honest, I've already started thinking about that. And for me, because I do, I do love the club so much. I honestly do. And even just, you know, having that chat, I, I just got really excited about about getting the preseason. And who who gets excited about a preseason? And it's exciting times for the Bulldogs, isn't it? Because they're coming off the back of some horrible seasons, yet. They've been able to recruit strongly, and you know, Matt Burt and Josh Adokar coming to the club this season. And then you look at Kickow and Reed Marnie, Ryan Sutton, these type of guys coming in next year, and possibly yourself. You can sense that there's excitement and genuine so- excitement about the Bulldogs making a return and possibly playing finals football as quickly as next year. Yeah, definitely, Loz. It's um, it is exciting, and that's the thing for me. I just in any way possible, however, however it is, I, I want to help. And as you said, they're getting some really big, some big name players next year in, in Kickow and, and Reed, and especially in Reed, I, I think it's exactly what the dogs need. He's just a he's a competitor, and that's you know, bringing someone like that into a, an establishment is huge. And you know, I, I feel for myself if I did get the opportunity, I could just I suppose help those guys and probably. Yeah, because it's, you know, the dogs have it's changed over the the last you know five or so years, and 
you know, probably lost a bit of their their blueprint. And for me, I, I I've never forgotten how how much I suppose joy I got out of that place. And I I want to give back, and I want to in any way possible. And if that's you know playing a role on the field, then so be it. But if not, at the same time, I just want to get the club back where it should be. And that's you know that's at the top. They're a big club, very passionate supporter base, and. Yeah, I'll, I'll be doing my bit to, to get them back to where they belong. Joshy, how do you... Um, we, we talk about when players... Loz and I have said on this show a number of times, when players know it's time for them to, to walk away, we we talk about, you know, for me, there was a number of things that, that helped me make that decision. And Loz woke up one day and, you know, he just felt it straight away. For you, mate, how do you... How do you get into that place where you challenge both sides? Again, you've made a decision. You you want to play another year. You still got it in you. But how do you step inside, okay, if I'm going to retire, it is the right time versus, no, I've still got it in me. How how do you look at both sides? And how did you come up when you had that conversation with Gus? How did you come up with the decision that you were sure that, no, I've still got that, that love and desire to continue? Yeah, you know what, Clark, it is a tough one, but for me, I probably had a good maybe two months, you know, Mm. while I was still over having my little little getaway in Europe, and honestly, even though I was on holiday and having a great time every day, I was thinking about, you know, what am I going to do? And, you know, there's there's pros and cons. I'd honestly get excited some days about, you know, the possibility of life after footy and, you know, a new challenge. But at the same time, there's something in my in my stomach that's just said, I'm, I'm not ready yet. And for me to know I'm coming back and, you know, possibly going to you know, get this training, training trial deal in another NRL preseason, like, it, it's tough. You know, it, everything on the outside looks good. You know, come back to the Bulldogs, it's going to be great and, you know, for everyone. But at the same time, I've got to do a, a grueling preseason to try and prove myself again. And I know deep down... If I didn't want to do it, I'd, I'd know because it's, it is going to be tough, you know. But for the first time in my life, I'm actually really excited because there's actually no pressure. You know, every sort of deal I've signed or whatever, there's been a fair bit of pressure on me and to perform and, you know, some, some fairly good deals. But I just know deep down, Clark, I've still got it in me. And I think, oh, I hope that's what, what Gus seen. You know, he, he sort of said, you know, I can still see you, you want it and... I'll be compl- I said But to you'll him, know you want it after 12 weeks of training too, by the way. Yeah. Like you, you'll know whether you want to put your body through the pain. I reckon after about a month, you'll be going, is this well worth it? Yeah. Is this really what I want to do? Yeah. yeah. I, I reckon you will after a month of hard training because you know what pre-season trainings are like and we were tra- talking to a couple of blokes last night about it. Like when you're young and you first take on a pre-season, it, it's just the toughest thing you've ever done. And yeah. I'm assuming... You know, with your body, the way it is, your age, once you get through that first month, I reckon you'll get a good indication of whether your heart's still in it or not. Yeah, I, I, I reckon you're exactly right because I reckon at the start, I'll be that excited first day of school, you yeah. know what I mean? You'll, you'll, you'll get in there and rip in and, and whatever. But yeah, when, when you go two days on the trot, the body's, the body's feeling it. Yeah, that's when I suppose you'll start fighting a couple, a couple of demons, I guess. Yeah. But I think for me, Loz, I've... I've always enjoyed the training side of, side of things, and I think preseason is really where you test your, your mind mentally. It really is because you know that they, they they try and break you, yep. coaches, trainers, in in, in, a, in a good way because they want to see where your head's at. And I know for me, if I'm, I've I've gone home from preseason sometimes and gone, what's going on here? But I'll know 
deep down, if I can't turn up the next day and give my same, I suppose, enthusiasm and energy and yep. what they need from me, maybe, yeah, the writing's on the wall. But for me now, it's it's my head down. I'm, I'm, I'm training... I'm training now to get to get ready for that, you know, possible opportunity, and yeah, I'm really excited if I do get it. Josh Reynolds is joining Loz at Walsh's Hotel in Queanbeyan this morning as part of the Cosy Osco Tour. And uh, Josh Loz was saying earlier that uh, Ricky Stewart was there last night. You were telling us a story recently about Ricky gave you a great spray <laughs> from the sideline. Did, did you guys break bread? Yeah, we were all right, Mido. We were all right. I, I wasn't gonna really. I wasn't gonna approach him, mate. But, but uh, yeah, no, nah, we're. <laughs> I want to joke. He, he's sort of a. He's a bit scary, old Ricky. I reckon. He looks like an angry man. So, mate, I I seen him at the corner of my eye and sprinted to shake his head <laughs> just to make sure it was all all right. <laughs> I feel like Reynolds and Daly are a bit sheepish this morning. Come on, take us through last night. What was it like? Uh, no, it was a good night. I, I tell you what, I have to tell you about boys. The great David Stanley was here, and he was here early, all right? So we walk in, and, you know, he's having a good night. And I said, uh, Dave, we want to we eat early because we want to get a good night's sleep. So, so Dave said, no, I'm shredding. I'm, I'm just having a couple of drinks, and I don't want to eat. He's on the shred. So anyway, yes. I look around at... I, I look around at 10 o'clock, and he goes, geez, I'm hungry. <laughs> and I kid you not, no. this is serious. He no. goes, oh, I'm going to have some oysters. I said, right, no worries. He ought, ever guess how many oysters you reckon he ordered Two at dozen. 10 o'clock at night? Was the kitchen closed? Higher. <laughs> what? Higher. Four dozen Kilpatrick. <laughs> You're joking. Mate, four Mate. dozen. Mate, tell I'm him to ease you. up on the four bacon dozen. as well. That's not going to help his shred. <laughs> <laughs> and the Mate, 18 beers that he had dozen. with his Kilpatrick's not helping the shred either. We're, we've <laughs> taken the photos. So hmm. hammer him this morning when he gets oh on. God. I'm telling you, boys, four dozen kill Patrick. <laughs> the man can I'm eat. I tried to take one. He nearly snapped my hand off. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, He's as good as I've seen. I remember Quade Cooper was on a diet of steak and oysters for a period of time. That was it. That was all they ate. Jeez, he would have been toey. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's up on my uh, dozen. That is for Dave. <laughs> That's a long night in bed on your own, Loza, after four dozen. <laughs> uh, Josh, right. if you, if you done... fall in self with him at a young age, in love with himself. Have you done the radical diet thing, Josh? Uh, nah, nah, not really, Mido. I'm. Yeah, well, I'm 60 kilos ringing wet, mate, so I just eat as much as I can. <laughs> I was, um, yeah, I never, I've never really done it. I've, um, I've seen guys do it, and yeah, like I've, I've conceded. Um, I've got it. I've got a terrible rig, absolutely terrible. So I've just conceded. You know what? No matter what I do, I'm never going to look really good. So I've just gone. I'll just eat, eat what I want. You know, eat to a certain extent, but. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Four of your best dozen at ten p.m. ever. Never try that one. I, I'm sure the I, I kitchen, think the had kitchen to be was shocked. Yeah. Well, well, mix the chef. All right. Yeah. So, so mix here. And I think he was a little bit shocked as well. He thought, "Did I understand that? Did I hear that properly?" And he, excuse me, how many? How many dozen? Yeah, four. Four dozen. But it was the oh, old Kilpatrick, you know, and he's mm. sitting there and he's just scoffing them down. Oh, mate. He was out of control. A lot of oysters. That's at a lot time, of oysters mate. at any time of the day, let alone yeah. 10 p.m. Incredible. <laughs> um, well, you know what he's like. He's one of a kind. He's one of a kind. He actually had two mates with him as well. Yeah. They, they yeah, was that four oysters for, for a group, or was that just for him? Well, I thought it was for the group. 
But hmm. as Grubby said, when you went to take one, he'd give you the stare. Evil eye, yeah. yeah. It was like, mate, this is my dinner. Must have been so on the work, account. Account. Must have been on the work like credit card no, as well. Nothing, he wouldn't want to pay for that. it. Oh, yeah, it was on the work credit card. Yeah, All the boys so. here paid for it, the Walsh's yeah. boys. Thought so. Yeah. No. As long as oh, he didn't no, take he, his he own beer. in prime position too. Well, he was in prime position. And when we walked in, he was like the king of the... He was sort of like he was... King of the mountain. He was sitting there on his chair... <laughs> everyone had to walk up to him and shake his hand yeah, and waving to everyone. What like meeting the mafia boss? He was sort of like he was um, tormenting himself, but because every meal that come out, I seen him go like just eye and I just said, "Mate, get a like get a yeah. meal deal, you know." Like, he go, "No, I'm not eating, not eating." <laughs> and he waited till ten o'clock, five minutes before the kitchen closed. Oh my god! The four dozen oysters. Question: so you, We've on, got to hit him up, boys. On the text line, did Loz catch the courtesy bus home again? Asks Steve. <laughs> no courtesy bus. I actually walked home last night. I looked around and everyone had left. <laughs> that was my night. Ricky jumped in an Uber and I walked out the front door and I looked around and Grubby had gone and mm. Benny had gone and Stanley yeah. had gone. Lone soldier. So I was on my own. Yeah, Loz was man there, standing, there. Loz, love it. The locals love Loz up here, boys. Mm. Love him. Oh, mate, you should see Wagga Cup, they? Oh. Josh. You've never seen anything like it. Wagga Cup? Yeah. Oh, you know what it's like when you get back home. I've got a lot of family, mate. <laughs> a lot, a of, lot family. of family. Got a lot of friends on the land, mate. Got a lot of friends on the land. Mm. Man of the people, mate. Man of the people. Gives time to anyone, too. You're a good man, mate. A very good Try man. Try to be, Josh. No, you did are. Did you hear what someone said about me yesterday? No. What did, what did they call me, Mitter? Uh, yeah, you got egotistical, um, egotistical jealous, arrogant, jealous, shallow, shallow, <laughs> and full of himself. Really? Yeah, on the text line. Oh, come on. Who's, yeah. who's that guy? Yeah. It wasn't that bloke that was into me that time, was it? <laughs> What's his name? I don't know. That was the rap I got yesterday. Yeah, right. No, yeah. I totally disagree. I think, you're, I think you're a great guy, mate. And it just shows, but a quick story. One of my good mates come up, right? He's, um, <laughs> he's, he's walked into the pub, and he's a bit of a nervous guy, cows. He's... He's walked in. I haven't told him like the who's here or what. He sees he sees Loz, and his first instinct went to shake his hand. <laughs> nearly knocks over Loz's wine, and mate, his face was absolutely petrified. And Loz, the nice guy, he sort of just went to say, "Mate, you're all right." My mate was shaken. He's meant to have a feed with his guys. I'm going to go. I'm going. <laughs> he actually went and had a feed. He went and had a feed down the road. It was like he's seen a ghost. And I messaged him going, "Mate, you come here, like, come here, say hello." He goes, "Yeah, I'll, I'll come back a bit later when." Uh, what Matty Frawls come come down and said this. I was like, as if he's going to care, but mate, he was shaking. He come back and he went to shake Loz's head. And that's the impact you have, mate. Superstar. Uh, fish daily. I wondered where he went. Oh, big fish, mate. Big fish down there. Jackie Jersey on. Do you name on Very your small back, or you pond, leave that though, mate. Very small pond. What was that? Do you have your jersey on, or did you what? leave that at home? Uh, no, I didn't have the jersey on. Didn't have the jersey Just on. The third Although I got year. them to replay the 94 grand final. <laughs> that up. was on the big screen. I walked past a couple of times and went, oh, what's on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've come a long way since that first training session with the Dunlop Volleys, Loz. Oh, dear. I have. Brought back good memories. We drove past the Queen League Club and I pointed out where Seaford Oval was to the boys. The Raiders, the home of the Canberra Raiders in 1982. Mm. Tell you what, not much has changed. Not much has changed. Grubby, um, was, I was a bit excited yesterday because when we were walking down, I sort of pointed out sort of landmarks. 
to the boys and said, you know, that's the league club, that's a pub. I went into this pub when I was 20. And, mm. you know, yeah, yeah. these were some of the moments I had in that establishment. and mm. Some, mm. some good moments, Some I'm good sure. moments. So it was good, yeah. yeah. Good night. Good night. Uh, now, Josh is going to join us after 7 o'clock with Blocker, who will join me here in the uh, studio in Sydney as uh, Josh and Loz there in Queanbeyan. Um, just on Penrith, though, Josh, you take on them resting 12 of the 13 players. Loz points out, you know, people like Luai, who uh, hasn't played a lot of footy lately after he had an injury. Fisher-Harris suspended recently, uh, came back last week. So what do you make of the move by Ivan Cleary to rest that many players against the Cowboys? Yeah, me and Loz were talking about this yesterday, Mido. I... With the situation Penrith were in, their two halves being out for a, a, a fairly long time. I know for myself, if I was in, let's just say, Luai, he, he played last week, um, and to rest him this week, it's just, it's just clunky. Uh, you know, like, just little things like, as a half loss, as you know, like your, your touch, you timing. know, timing. And in the semis, if, if your timing's off for one game, yeah, they get two bites at the cherry, but you don't want to be in that position. So for me, I'd 100% be, I know it's not up to him, it's up to Ivan, but I, I, I'd want to play just to get that continuity and rest rest the guys who, who have played, you know, constant games like Yo and, you know, possibly Coruscant because you can probably afford that. But with Nathan and Lua, I'd be playing them. The, the other thing too about it is if you're coming back in a regular club game, then Intensity level is nowhere near what it'll be like in a finals game. And then you get back to your timing. If your timing is off and the opposition are putting you under plenty of pressure, it, it's hard to find your rhythm. And, and that's what they risk, Penrith. Mm. And even though they might win that first semi-final, then they've got another week off. And, and again, you know, they, they, they mightn't have enough football under their belt for the big games. Mm. Um, and you look at what they were able to do last year where they were busted, they were able to win. And uh, Again, a- any decision you make is, is always risky. But I would have thought instead of resting all of them, there might have been a couple. So Isaiah Yeo would have been mm-hmm. a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Coruscant a no-brainer. I'm still thinking Luai possibly should have, should have played because you're going to have two halves semi-final time that haven't played together for, what, five, mm, six, six, seven weeks? weeks. Yeah. And then possibly come back and play one game. And if they win, then they have a week off. So they're only going to have one game in two months yeah. together. Yeah. It's, it's, your, your rhythm can be upset. It's funny, isn't it, how everyone, you know, perceives that, I suppose, having the weeks off is, is a good thing. And it is. I think for the, for the older guys, for your body, mm. it, it's good. But for guys like Cleary and Laura, they're, they're still young. You know, after games, you, you could probably go out on a night out, not really recover and still feel good. Yep. You honestly could, but... It's more for just, I feel, the older guys, you know, we, with that, those extra, maybe that week off, where you can fully rest your body, f- fully recover. I, I don't know about the weeks off sometimes. Honestly, for me, when we, when we, when I was at the Dogs and we were, you know, top four or top ten getting those weeks off, I, I never liked them. I, for me, as a player, I need consistent footy. That's when I feel I played my best footy because I knew, I knew what my centre was doing. I knew what my back row was doing and... You know, like even though Nathan's going to come back and he and he's they've won grand finals together, there's just that mm. something that it isn't. You haven't played week in week out. That might be yeah, just a little bit off, and it could cost you a game.